Hello and welcome to the Food to Freedom podcast. The aim of this podcast is to help you improve your relationship with food, eating and your body so you can live a healthy, happy and thriving life. If you enjoy the podcast, then share it with the world. And if you want some support with your food and body freedom journey, then find more details in the show notes. Hey everyone, welcome to today's episode. So the other day on my Instagram, I spoke about being physically active and about how important it is to shift your focus from solely exercising to control your body weight or your body shape. And when I asked a question about this, a huge amount of people said that their main purpose for exercising is to control their bodies. Now, I'm sure that either you have said it before or you've heard someone say, I need to do something to burn these calories that we have just eaten or I was really bad yesterday, so today I need to do this intense exercise. And this focus on external factors, on burning calories, controlling your body, can lead to dysfunctional relationship with exercise and with food. Because, of course, when you focus on exercise only as a way to burn calories, that's very tightly linked with focusing on seeing food solely as fuel, with feeling guilty for eating certain foods, and to then use exercise as a way to punish yourself and your body. So I thought that this topic was worth addressing in more detail and here we are. We're going to go through a few things that you can consider if you find yourself trapped in this exercise as punishment and control mindset. And if while you're listening to the episode you think of someone who is struggling with any of these things, then please share the episode with them. It might just help them shift their perspective. So the first thing that I wanted to talk to talk about is total daily energy expenditure. Now, I know this doesn't sound really interesting, but it is important that we cover it. So most of the energy you use during the day is actually used simply for keeping your life and for running all the body processes. So that's your BMR, your basal metabolic rate. And this represents around 70% of the total energy you use during the day. A lot of people think that exercise represents a big percentage of your total daily energy expenditure, but that's actually not the case. Exercise is only about 5%. So if you think about it, you maybe work out for an hour a day. Well, that's a really small part of your day. And of course, a very tiny part of the calories you burn. So If you think about it, it doesn't actually make much sense to focus on energy expenditure when we think about exercise. So what can we focus on instead? Well, first of all, 
let's look at all the amazing benefits of exercise that are independent of burning calories. When we exercise, when we work out, we get improved cardiovascular health, we increase muscle strength and endurance, we improve our mental health, our mood. A lot of people see that by, exer by exercising, by keeping physically active, this helps them with their stress management. By exercising, we also reduce our risk of chronic diseases. We increase our flexibility and balance. We get better sleep quality. We get improved brain function and memory, which are both important for healthy aging. And we get just this enhanced overall well-being and quality of life. So there are many benefits of exercise that have nothing to do with how your body looks or how much you weigh. And these benefits can have a really big impact on your life. So when you focus on burning calories, when you think about exercise, you are completely ignoring all the amazing things that you are giving your body by moving. The next thing that you can think about when you want to improve your relationship with exercise is finding movement you enjoy. And this can be challenging because we are surrounded by messaging about how many calories are burned during certain workouts. So we mainly focus on that. We try to find workouts that will burn the most calories. And I remember following this YouTube channel called Fitness Blender. Uh, it was recommended to me by a friend and I used to do a lot of their workout videos. But all their workouts, all the videos would display a number of calories that you were supposedly burning. Another very well-known program called Less Meals, they also communicate how many calories their different workouts burn all the time. So, of course, it's easy for us to get caught up in that kind of messaging and then think, well, if I want to burn the most calories, I should do this crazy intense workout. You very likely don't enjoy it, but you know, they promise you to burn 1000 calories, so you do it anyway. And so one of the most important things that you can do is try to find movement you enjoy. This might take some time because you'll have to discover what types of workouts, of exercise, of movement you actually like. And it is much more difficult not to see exercise simply as a way to control your body weight or shape if you are doing an activity that you absolutely hate and you are doing it just for the purpose of burning calories. So instead, you could try joining different classes or finding a video of an activity, of a movement that you've been wanting to try. 
Another idea is to do a new class with a friend. You can have this social support and that that makes it more enjoyable. You could then go for coffee and a chat afterwards. So it's like an event and it's it just makes it more exciting. Finding activities that you like also means that you will be more intrinsically motivated and it's the intrinsic motivation that will keep you going in the long run. That's different to extrinsic motivation where you work out for some of the external factors that we have mentioned like burning calories or perhaps you work out to look more like someone whose body you admire. So these things can motivate you but they have a pretty short life. The next thing you can think about is setting some performance goals or some goals that have nothing to do with how many calories you're burning. So for example, if you enjoy running, you might want to set some targets for your run. You maybe want to do 5k or if you enjoy strength training, you might like to train to do a full pull-up. So these goals are more process-orientated goals rather than outcome-orientated goals. One thing I want to say here is that these things can sometimes backfire and lead to obsessive tendencies. So be careful and honest with yourself whether or not this is a good idea for you, whether or not setting performance goals is a good idea for you and if you think they might be they might still be triggering for you then that's okay you don't need to focus on that there are many things that we have covered and we'll cover a couple more so you can focus on those instead another thing that i wanted to mention and this one you might not like very much Um, try considering removing your fitness tracker. For a lot of people, and I used to be one of them, fitness trackers like Apple Watch are incredibly triggering. And there's a few things we need to cover here. Number one, fitness trackers are actually very inaccurate when it comes to measuring energy expenditure. There's a numbers or a number of um, studies around this and they basically all come to the same conclusion that no brand is accurate for energy expenditure another thing with fitness trackers is that they can lead to obsessive behaviors if you over over rely on tracking and on numbers this can lead to an unhealthy focus on these measurements. Fitness trackers can also increase stress and anxiety. So you might see negative trends or you might fail, quote unquote, to meet daily goals. And this can increase your stress levels. And finally, If you rely too much on 
technology for your fitness and health information. This can lead to decreased self-awareness. So you are not so aware anymore of your own body and about how you're feeling, how a certain workout is making you feel. So if you struggle with any of this, your best bet is to take the watch off, go for a run or for a workout without the watch. Just try it once and really focus on how you're feeling, what's around you, be present and you might see that you're enjoying your workouts more. Second last point is working on your body image. So improving your relationship with exercise has a lot to do with improving your body image. It's super important to address your body image and through that work change how you approach physical activity. And one of the tools you can use to start working on your body image is body functionality. I spoke about this on episode two of the podcast. So if you want to give that a listen, I go into a little bit more detail there. I talk you through the exercise and it is a really good tool for shifting your focus from how your body looks to everything that it allows you to do. And it has, body functionality has two parts to it. One is awareness of the things your body does. And the second part is appreciation for these things. And when we talk about the things your body allows you to do about body functionality, of course, that involves allowing you to move, to engage in physical activity, but there's much more to it. Things like creative endeavors, communication with others, self-care... So if you're ready to do some work on this, I really encourage you to do the body appreciation exercise that I go through in episode two of the podcast. Commit to doing it for a week. Every evening, express gratitude for what your body allowed you to do that day. And I promise you that you will start seeing small changes in how you view your body. Because when you realize how much your body does for you and how much it allows you to do, it's way easier to move away from punishing your body with exercise and rather seeing it as a gift that you are giving it. And that leads perfectly to the last point. Try seeing movement and exercise as something you get to do rather than something you have to do. This might sound silly, but I promise you, language matters. How you speak to yourself is important. Saying, I get to go for a walk and listen to a podcast, or I get to go to the gym and work on my strength, is very different to I need to run 5k today because I was bad and I overate at lunch. This type of negative self-talk can increase anxiety, it can increase feelings of shame and guilt. So practicing self-compassion and changing how you speak to yourself is very important too. 
So these are a few things that you can start thinking about and you can start focusing on finding your autonomous motivation because this is incredibly important if you want to change how you think, how you feel and how you behave when it comes to exercise. Focusing on health benefits, on enjoyment, on self-care that you are gifting your body is how you move away from seeing and using exercise as a way to punish or to control your body to seeing exercise as a way to show your body respect and care that it deserves. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you think someone else might benefit from it, then please share it with them. Thank you for listening and I'll catch you at the next one.